0: Hey, what's going on out there, guys? This is DJ, your town treasurer. How are you, Deb?
1: I'm good.
0: Welcome. This is after the checks are signed. We are back, finally. We had a little blip in the recording process yeah, uh, because COVID kind of started rearing its ugly head again, and the, yeah. the town, uh, the select board meeting ended up, you know, shutting down to the public, so we've been kind of been participating remotely uh, through live streams. So the select board doesn't do zoom, they do live streams. And so it doesn't really have that interactive piece like the other zoom meetings would, so I'm sure most people listening now have probably participated in a zoom meeting by now. So, you know, you can raise (laughs) your hand and you can text and all this other (laughs) stuff. So we've been watching from afar, trying to figure out, you know, how do we. Get the information to our listeners on the podcast. So after a couple of weeks of watching from afar, you and I got together this morning after another delay last week, uh, but we got together today. So it's December 16th,
1: December 16th. And our gift to you in this December 16th broadcast is we're covering two, covering two select board meetings. Yeah, not one. But two.
0: Two of them. So there was a meeting on the 7th, 7th and the 14th. So that's the two that we're going to cover in this.
1: Yes.
0: Um, And then they're meeting again next week, too. So the yep. 21st. I know. So we might even be able to do a special uh, Christmas podcast.
1: We could have some little music playing in there. Yeah, that.
0: that would be fun. You know, there's there's quite a bit to cover here, but the the meeting last week was actually pretty fast. So we can kind of mix all that stuff into what happened. So two weeks ago on the 7th, pretty long meeting. Long meeting. It was, it was I mean, I remember... You know, watching it on the computer and it, it was much less interactive than being public. Yeah. You know, watching it on the computer was, I mean, gosh, it must have been nine forty five, yes. ten o'clock before it ended. Yes.
1: And well, and then they they went into non- a non-public. Yep. Remember that you can watch all of these past streams. And I would recommend that because, you know, sometimes you have to see it to believe it. Yeah. Um, at WiltonNH.gov go to the live stream link. So it's in the you, government tab. In the government tag tab. And you can go back and look at the old ones. So yep. you
0: can watch them all the way back as long as we've had the cameras. Yep. So you can see all the things. When when you listen to one of our past episodes and you're like, what are they talking about? You can just go right online and, and watch the stream yourself. Technology. Technology. Welcome to 2020. At this meeting, you know, the, the one of the things that was discovered or discussed first was the recycling center. It was brought up that the, the community would like to see a still good shed, also known as Wilmart. That's what they call it up at the... Uh, recycling center from the employees up there. Wilmart is what they call it. And so there was a few suggestions thrown out on how to accomplish it. They looked at other towns. Well, they discussed other towns. I wouldn't say they actually looked, but they discussed other towns and how they do it. Um, one suggestion I heard that seems to make a lot of sense was to get like a shipping container uh-huh. um, and just stick it over by where the refrigerators are. So everybody's listening who's probably been to the recycling center. So over in the corner where the refrigerators are they're just put the shipping container right there and then you know have it run by volunteers by
1: volunteers you know which i don't know i mean there probably would be some people that would do that one of the new things that has come up on our one of our wilton facebook pages is that there is an offered needed page mm-hmm. so like like if somebody was taking something to the still good shed and they're like you know i I don't want this but it's still good. That's those kinds of things that are there and it has and, and then people like I need this. It it has been it has been wonderful. It or if been- you're
0: renovating your house and you have a bunch of stuff yeah. that's left over you don't need you can put it on the offered still good page. Yeah. We've actually been using offer up which because we're trying to sell the stuff uh-huh. um, because some of it's still you know pretty good shape and quality but If it comes down to it offered good offered and still needed page, we're going to put it up there. So look out for my stuff up there. Uh, So they discussed that doing some training for the recycling center uh, to get those uh, individuals up there to have the training they need to deal with saving the town money by filtering out some things that aren't disposable or that are. And then after that, the discussion of the training, then they got into the, that was brought up by Matt Fish, uh, got into, you know, how the DPW, the Department of Public Works in the town of Wilton, gives so much support to all the town entities, Mm -hmm. but particularly to the recycling center and how the town of Wilton is really handling the brunt of that financially.
1: Because there are five towns that our recycling center covers. So that should, that is something that, if our, if our DPW goes up there, they should be letting the other towns know specifically how much time was being spent there and that love should be shared Yeah, or it be contracted out.
0: Right. It should be contracted out and then part of the operating budget yep. of that facility and then the revenues that they earned, all the money that we paid to dispose of things and... and- stickers and fees and, and rubbish that we throw out yep. should go towards offsetting the cost of maintaining that facility. So I, I mean, thought that was good. Yeah, it was great. I, I mean, Matt, you know, when when he, when he puts his mind to it, he comes up with great, yep. you know, suggestions for the town and, and things that we should consider looking at that maybe nobody's looked at in a long yep. time. I mean, yep. that recycling center has kind of been autonomous for years and years. Good for Matt. I appreciate him bringing that up and, and it's something we should look at. And I hope that the discussion continues. We might be a little late to the party because it's budget time right now. I mean, budget crunch right now for the most part, you know, moving forward. I think that it may be worth, you know, figuring out what the cost to the Wilton taxpayer yes. is that benefits five other communities yes. and their contribution yes. to that.
1: And then we went to the ambulance budget. Don Twamla was there with Mm -hmm. Sherry Miller, our director. There continues to be a lot of unknowns there. Um, This was specifically, there were a couple of addendums that were being tossed around. I presume there was Addendum A, Addendum B, and Addendum C. Made sense. We have I, I haven't seen that. Which the other night on Monday, December fourteenth, um, Director Miller was there, and Addendum C was brought forward with change to that that um, Wilton would not staff two ambulances. That there, if a second ambulance would needed, that that would be staffed by people that were on call and they would be paged in so there was
0: because originally addendum c had said that the town of wilton would staff both ambulances and that was
1: i i that was apparently that was a request from LimeBorough that yeah. they they were wanting to have that mm-hmm. staffed
0: and so it was adjusted by the ambulance director and then said you know when we need the second when the first ambulance goes out we'll then call in people to staff the second ambulance yes it's kind of a way to save money because i guess that the second there was only two a second call nine times last year that was based on the information that was given by the ambulance director we're going to staff the the second ambulance all day every day for nine calls that it was actually needed yeah it makes sense to to do it this way to change it uh the the addendum to change it so that that way when we need to staff the second ambulance, we call it in. I think that that was the right decision to make, and it would appear that it was already delivered to the other towns, and they agreed that that's what we would do, probably because they saw the money associated with it because it was a lot.
1: Well, and and something that um, we found out the other night is that um, our paramedic that lived in town has resigned. So- yeah we're a little bit strung out on that kind of stuff. She was our only paramedic that lived in town. Yeah. I'm um, I'm sad to see that and mm-hmm. we don't know.
0: It seems like the ambulance department goes through like giant regime changes like this where when a new uh, leader comes in, like the the upper echelon, the, the higher ranking individuals of the ambulance department quickly depart after the new person comes in. That's what I've seen because now there's others that have also given their notice as well. It seems that it may not be the same problems we were having last year. If you listen to our podcast in the very beginning, we know our previous ambulance chief, uh, there was their own set of problems with that. And now we have a new director in place, and there's starting to be new issues developing there. The select board, once again, I, I guess Catherine Heck is the, but the second set of accounting eyes and advice that is working with the town, who is working on the intermunicipal agreement for the ambulance department and the towns involved in it. So that's ever more important. And I know I said that on this podcast before that that process is very important, and that we need to get it right we need so, to
1: balance our books in the ambulance and I loved Kermit's what his his quote was we should not be flying blind with yeah. this and we we have to have some and I guess agreement Yeah. Too. when
0: when the Don Tuamla came up with Sherry to present the budget numbers to the board apparently they were not understanding the numbers that they had so they thought that the revenue line was actually money collected but it's not and then i got an explanation about that from the finance officer and it would turn out that revenue of the ambulance department is billed out because that's how it works when you you know say you work in shipping you're going to ship out the product well before you get paid so that counts as revenue as soon as you ship the product out so when somebody calls for an ambulance that counts at that moment as revenue to the department even though the money hasn't been collected and and we're finding out now that that the collections aren't happening at the rate that they should be. So the revenue number, even though it's accounted for correctly, and I had a long discussion about this, which is why we didn't record last week. After meeting with Deborah, I got an explanation to the revenues, and I understand now what the budget committee is looking at that they're not understanding or that they're not applying right to the budget.
1: So DJ, I am glad that you are understanding that um, because I think most of us do not understand that. Mm, If but I'm the treasurer, you should understand. (laughs) (laughs) Like, well, let's just say if anybody wants to be involved in this, you can be involved in this too.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you can. It's an open party, and you can just invite yourself. Deb and I have we've probably overstayed our welcome at this point, but that's all right because we still go anyways.
1: (laughs) On the agenda for December 7th in new business, and I was texting DJ, it's like mullet housing. We're So on the aden- agenda, it says mullet housing. And I did not know that Wilton had specific housing for people that had mullets. <laughs> so, y- you know, it is all inclusive. I'm
0: bringing it back. Yeah. I'm going to grow a mullet now. Okay. Yeah.
1: I've always wanted one. But anyway, that has got to do with a tax credit that is given to um, Edgewater and the subsidized housing. I don't know. Mullet housing might be their LLC or yeah, something. Maybe. But that is a tax credit of $45,000. Not bad. Not bad.
0: Just for having a mullet.
1: Just for having a mullet
0: the other thing that was discussed at the meeting on the seventh was potentially starting to think about changing the town meeting our poor little town was one of the last standing hand counted towns and we changed the way that we counted last year and now we're talking about changing our town meeting too uh so they're gonna have to work with the secretary of state um we're gonna have to work with the moderator and everybody's gonna have to come together and decide if we're going to change it and if they are Needs to get changed soon because before you know it, it's going to be town meeting day.
1: Which is in March.
0: In March. And not only town meeting, but what did you find out?
1: Oh, so there are town positions that will be open up this year. I mean... Always the treasurer position is every year, up it's if available. somebody wants to do that, yeah. <laughs> and,
0: but you but, have to understand ambulance revenues to take over. Oh right
1: my now. gosh, yes, and <laughs> mullet housing. You know, maybe we should, they should have a mullet, but <laughs> um, town positions will also be open. We don't know what those positions are, right? Who will be the incumbents, but filing date for town positions is Wednesday, January 20th to Friday january 29th so nine days if you're interested get involved it you know you you don't have to be the treasurer, but be in be involved in town town yeah i
0: mean i I would imagine the planning board is always looking for um good bodies and good people uh the budget committee while not voted they're always looking for good people uh, the treasurer's seat is mm-hmm. open, and there is one select board seat that is open. It's going to be Matt's seat. Matt's seat. And he open. hasn't made any announcement on if he's going to run or not. Yeah. Um, uh, But with the Sand Hill a Reservoir... Um, process going on i would imagine that he wants to see that through so he he, i'm gonna put my money on he's gonna run again
1: so which sandhill reservoir that was the majority of this This meeting. long meeting long meeting Uh, they the sandhill advisory committee brought
0: their report
1: brought their report back and it again i you can see that at um, our town website and look at what their report was um, they had done this survey monkey um, survey monkey mm-hmm. chimp what survey survey monkey survey I think. monkey never know if it's chimp or monkey or mullet but <laughs> they had done this and there had been over 300 responses to that yeah. and they took that as the town wants All of this, yay, they're behind it, you know, but there was at this last meeting on Monday, the 14th, there was a public comment and I would suggest that you look at that because it was actually read that there was not over 50% people that wanted that. There was a lot of people who Didn't want that. I don't, I don't, I don't care. DJ doesn't have a big position on this either. Yeah.
0: We're on, we're on the Valley. We don't get to enjoy what goes on in the Valley because we're on the Hills. Right. And,
1: and you know, I, I I guess what I would say is I think it would be valuable to have it at town meeting.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I think the mentality that a lot of people are taking, and I think that this, is the pragmatic one is that if we don't do anything to manage it, then it will be mismanaged. And I think that's what a lot of people are feeling because of what's happened in Wilton over the last two warm seasons is that we've seen a lot of visitors at the waterfalls and our other water features in town, which are beautiful and we can't hide them forever. I wish we could, but we can't. I don't have a horse in the race. It's not going to, I don't live close enough to it to be affected, but I will say that I would rather see it managed appropriately. Um, maybe not inviting people. And I think that as soon as you put a management in place, a lot of people think that you're now inviting everybody in Uh like, let's go swimming and have a blast. And I don't know if that's what's being said either. I mean, you know, I think it needs to go to the voters. It was discussed at this meeting on the seventh that the board would not bring it to the voters, bring it to the voters, um, because it was a, it was a hot topic in 2016. I remember at that meeting, the room was full, packed, Mm -hmm. just like it was just like it was full for the the easement land up Mm -hmm. here Mm -hmm. uh, on Abbott Hill. It was packed. And a lot of people had a lot of stuff to say. They didn't like the plan, even though that plan was way more informative than the committee results. Mm -hmm. I think they need to bring it to the voters at town meeting this year um, and let them decide if they want to move forward with the suggestions of the committee or. What we need to do from here, mm-hmm. uh, that would be what my stance is as a lowly taxpayer. Yeah. Uh, that was basically the most of the meeting on the seventh. then we'll just shift gears real quick.
1: So so I'm gonna sh- we can we can shift gears, but one of the things that was brought up on on the December seventh was clear back in July of twenty eighteen, July sixteenth of twenty eighteen, you can go back and look at those minutes there was a huge discussion. I mean, it lasted about an hour about software that our select board office wanted to bring in. Now, I do not, I'm not a software person, but we were using QuickBooks at the time. We'd just gone through a really strange audit process where a lot of things were uncovered. And this, our new select board office, we had a new Selectman, Matt, and we had three new people in our select board office and they really were convinced that BMSI, this software program, was something that they had used, we needed to switch to. At that time, there were several people brought in that had an opinion on that we should keep QuickBooks, particularly because there were a lot of things not closed and a lot of open-ended things that needed to be done. We switched to BMSI on the seventh. Um, our our town administrator said that there are problems with BMSI. We're going to be needed looking into new software, and just left it at that. And so I like BMSI. I remember that. So so this other night on Monday the fourteenth, I had a public comment that was read, and. It was Matt, Matt read Reddit and it was my just saying, we need to know more about this because I said that, that they were blaming our Patstown administrator for that program, that he'd started the process of switching over to that, which I don't think that was any anyway, I just want you to listen to, um, it. I understand. I don't know a lot of things. I, I was a nurse by trade. I know a lot about baking baklava. Um, I don't know about software, but I think it's important that we be allowed to ask questions. If something doesn't sound right, that we be allowed as, as I was be allowed to bring that forward. I was also told in that, that I should ask questions of my select board office if I have questions. Well, I can't go into my select board office. I think what I get to do as a citizen, as I look over there at my tax sheet, Mm. that I can ask questions, which has kind of led us to where DJ and I are doing this podcast. That really wasn't answered and exactly, but... I got to answer my question. We'll just see, you know, just keep your eyes and ears open for if that's a warrant article that we're going to be buying a whole new bunch of software.
0: I mean, potentially, I, 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 I don't know. I remember as well the BMSI discussion, uh, and I've seen the program at work um, being utilized because uh, in, in my position, I read the reports that it prints out because that's how all the checks get generated. I use QuickBooks in my own business and I know that's what we switched from. Why the select board office staff wanted it, 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 they had their own motives and they didn't make it clear then and they're not making it really clear now as to why it's not working. Probably should do that, just clarify it all out for all of us because you know we're the ones footing the bill. Yep. Do my best. We do our best to stay neutral and even throughout this entire production. And it's getting increasingly difficult because of the pressures that we're getting from the outside. That's just, you know, we're doing our best to stay neutral here. But sometimes this is our platform and our production. And if we have things that we want to say or need to say, then we're going to say them. And if you choose to listen, great. If you want to hear it again, you can rewind and play it again, just like you can on the live streams and just like you can in in the meeting minutes, you can replay them for years to come. Uh, So, you know, that's I'm glad that you brought it up. I'm glad that, you know, they were they acknowledged your public comment and apparently, you know, responded to it, which sometimes they don't do. They don't respond to all public comments. So. You know, I'm glad that you got some form of answer and now we'll see what happens from here.
1: Yeah. So that that links Monday, this December 7th to Monday, December 14th, which now we're going to motate into what happened at that meeting. It was short. Motate. Um, That's a 70s (laughs) turn. Matt called in on Zoom. So Kelly Sue assumed the role as chairwoman. Internal controls was tabled. Sand Hill discussion was tabled. The we got audit, our audit date. We have our audit date, March one through the first through the fourth in 2021. Director Miller was back, and that's when she gave that modification of Addendum C. I think were the words that she used. MacBase letter was sent to Milford Select Board. Chief Norse. Um, the parking at the Wilton Fire Department along the wall. There's been a bunch of people parking there, and if there's a fire, you can rest assured that, which we don't expect there to be a fire. We, we hope not, but you can rest assured if you're parking there along that wall, your car, your vehicle will be in there for the long haul blocked. until they get back. Yeah. <laughs> so, so unless there's you have going a really good be... four-wheel drive. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we're up the, straight up <laughs> yeah. that wall. So there will be no por- parking unless you are with the fire department.
0: So, speaking of uh, public comments, I made a public comment in the December 7th meeting about. Oh, we're going back. But okay. now, only for a moment, to remind us that this is when I made the public comment where I had asked about the pro- progress of the Riverwalk oh, yes. construction project. Now, moving forward to December 14th. Because
1: it's Christmas, so you get two, two, yeah, two. two of them.
0: <laughs> uh, so they, they were able to get the answers to my public comment. So it does work, guys, if you just send in your questions and comments. They do hear you yes. and listen. So they uh, were able to get the grant from AARP extended to May because if anybody recalls, it had a strict deadline, which was right now December 15th or December 20th, right in that range, where they had to use the money that was granted to the town in order to take full advantage of it. Because the project wasn't going to be done, they weren't going to be able to take all the money, so they had to request from AARP, they being Economic Development, I'm assuming, is the, who reached out to them, asked for an extension on the project with the money, and AARP was kind enough to grant it until May. Yeah. So that's great. So we're still going to get this project, and maybe uh, TDS will be done with their construction because that's what held it up it got held up because tds is in an active job site they're building a, a big building they couldn't the the construction team that was working on the riverwalk project couldn't access the area that they needed to to actually lay down the riverwalk We should hopefully see that kick up again in the spring, I would guess, probably in uh, March, April time. That's when it'll get going because I think it's only a month job. It's not long. That's what they seem to think. They could squeeze it in when they took the money in November Mm -hmm. to get it done by December, so about a month or so. Be on the lookout for that in the warm weather when it comes back in 2021. Hopefully, we'll be Uh COVID-free and river-walking away. Uh, so I'll
1: have my vaccination hopefully by then.
0: Yeah, yeah, there, yeah. I know you. You were the uh, on our Facebook page. Yeah. We're running that poll. It looks pretty split. It looks like fifty-fifty yeah. yeah. where people are going to get it versus not going to get it. Being the vaccine for uh, the COVID, yeah. you know that this meeting on the fourteenth was pretty quick uh, because you know you had one of the select board members were remote, and then the others were. You know, there, but didn't really deal with a lot of business.
1: One thing that Kermit did brought bring up um, in his comments was Paul Branscombe, our town administrator, who is our health officer, asked him if he would be keeping us updated on uh, things that are going on with COVID in our town. And you know, we've had some at the schools with teachers, and so we have you know different families being quarantined. And just, we have this nice website and let's like, like when I went to the website, you can see this little map, you know, but I can, I can see it updated on towns at WMUR. So I think that, and I think Paul already has taken care of some of that and updated that. So that's, that's a good thing. We we have, we have a health officer and we have a great website. Keeping that updated, I think will be helpful for us.
0: Absolutely. We can go ahead and wrap this guy up now. Almost Christmas. A happy holidays. If we don't if we don't record again before Christmas, we hope that all of you have a fantastic holiday. Deb's got her own gift in her hands right now. What's that?
1: I got this burlap that is what's that stitched? called? stitched. It's stitched machine stitched um, sign Wilton estimated established, not estimated, <laughs> <what it's about. laughs> established in 1762, New Hampshire. And I bought this from the sophomore class oh. and it's, it's beautiful. It's made at the red salt box, stitching, stenciling and stitching. And, um, Support, support that. I put it on. I put it on our community one of our page. Community pages. Yep. But so if you want to support beautiful. the
0: sophomore class, you can reach out to them and get one of these.
1: Yeah. I just need to say that.
0: Yeah. You know, happy holidays. Hopefully, everybody stays stays safe. Um, if you get an opportunity to get your vaccine and you're one of the ones that want it, then go get in line. I imagine they're going to start getting pretty limited pretty quick.
1: Well, it, right now it's at healthcare workers, and my Dartmouth yeah. Hitchcock said, you know, we'll let you know when it's available to you. All right. But next week, hopefully, we can get in before Christmas.
0: Hopefully. We'll see. I mean, they have the meeting Monday, um, and then, you know, we'll see if we can work it out. Okay. Um, but with that being said, it was great to see you again, Deb. Deputy uh, Treasurer, Deb. Deputy Treasurer, and this is DJ, your town treasurer. This is After the Checks are Signed. Okay. Make sure you listen to us everywhere you can stream, and like us on Facebook. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, guys.